Welcome to the New Money Habits Podcast, where we talk about how to create a better plan for your money so you don't have to live paycheck to paycheck. Here are your hosts, Sarah Jones and Nino Villa. Nino, I think that's a great question. Um, You know, how do we start making those changes? And, you know, maybe before we move into that, can we talk just a little bit about, and I'm going to call them the more positive um, maybe the more beneficial mindsets, the, the, the two mindsets that we, I would like to get more people to and focus more on because I think that there's more opportunities in these, these other ones. And that's growth mindset and abundance mindset. And they are again, a little bit different from each other. Um, they go hand in hand. They are closely related, but to know how to start making the adjustments, I, I think it's important to know what the what it is that we're trying to achieve, where it is that we want to go. And um, for growth mindset, um, you you kind of believe that intelligence, knowledge, it can be improved on through learning and through consistent effort, um, and that's a big one, right? It's 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 not I'm stuck here. This is no, you know what? This is the, these are the way things are right now. However, I'm going to choose to, to, this is an area that I want different, you know? So then what do I need to do to make this area different, right? I don't like the way um, that I'm living paycheck to paycheck. And so I'm going to choose to, I'm going to start using a budget. You know what? I bet that's going to help me. So let me try this and let me see what happens right? Um, you believe that things can improve over time. It's not an instant, not, hey, I'm going to start, I'm going to see an instant result, and then I'm going to quit again. This growth mindset really believes that that they know growth will happen and change will happen over time. Again, I'm going to throw in the word consistent effort. Um, growth mindset embraces challenges. Um, knowing that there is no change without a challenge involved, and you have to be really courageous to make that happen. Um, sees success in others as inspiration. And, you know, we talked a little bit, again, at the beginning of um, when we started talking about mindset and everything, about being around people that inspire you. And I had talked about, you know, being in South Carolina and how people here were so kind and just throwing out compliments and how I wanted to be that way. That is not something that I'm going to come down on myself for not doing. I'm thinking, I want to be around these people. Like, how are they doing this? Look at how great it made me feel, right? That's true sign of growth mindset there. And um, this is going to be my favorite, maybe my favorite piece of all of this, is knowing that you can create your life and not live default life. Growth mindset knows that they can create the life that they want to live. And I, that's, that may may be my main mission in life is helping people recognize that they can create their life, that you do not have to live your default life. So um, probably my most um, favorite part of all of this. I like that. Uh, I got to say default life. Sounds horrible. <laughs> Who wants to live a default <laughs> life? Mm-hmm. Um, so living the life you want to create, like that's, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And so many of us forget that we can do that. So how though, right? I think mm-hmm. for anybody listening, 
and, and myself included, it's it's easy sometimes to sometimes it's easy to identify where you may have gone astray or maybe you're going down the wrong path. Like, Ooh, right. Okay. Yes. That sounds familiar. I I'm operating from scarcity mindset or I have black mindset or I have a fixed mindset and, and I have said the word I can't before. And by golly, I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm, I'm making a change and I'm going to say that I can. And I mm-hmm. might, I might only, I'm only, I might only believe that like 10%. Like I'm going to say it 100%, but I, I only believe it 10%. So how, how can I move mm-hmm. from maybe some of these scarcity, lack, fixed mindsets into that growth or abundance mindset? Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, I would say start slow, right? It's not all going to change at once. And so start slow. And I always say, look at your life through a different lens. Try and just pull yourself back for a minute and look at it through a different lens. So now you've recognized, okay, I don't like what I've been doing. So what do I need to do then? You know, maybe you're at only that 10% commitment, right? You're, Mm. you're at that 10% right now. So pull yourself back and start to look kind of through a different lens and say, okay, where are some areas? Um, And this is an exercise that I have a lot of clients do. Where are some areas in my past that I feel really good about the choices that I made? right? What choices did were made? And I feel really good about them. I want you to highlight those, recognize those because we want to pull around, pull out some of those surroundings. What happened? How did that choice come about? Why were you excited about it? Why are you happy about that? Let's use that as some fuel going forward. And I also want you to look at your life in the past from a, a, again, through a different lens and say, okay, what choices did I make that, you know what kind of ended up shit like kind of ended up like I don't like that Mm. and then I want you to write down why what were some of the feelings and emotions that happened around that if you can remember and I'll be honest you know I think a lot of times a lot of us can remember those bigger moments in our life that we made a decision and we we didn't feel real good about there um there are things surrounding that we can pull out why we didn't feel good about those so I always say write it down. Journaling, um, I am a huge fan of journaling now. Mm. So I start writing a list. Start journaling. Start putting those down on paper. Um, if, if I may, real quick, because mm-hmm. I actually want to answer that question to give our listeners mm. an example, because now you got me thinking. So a decision <laughs> I made that I felt really good about is even after starting on my new money habits in 2012 and being on... Like my number one priority when I kind of shifted was eliminating debt. And so even though I was on a journey to be debt free, and that was my number one priority, as a couple of years went by and I made great progress towards that, my priority started to shift. I actually remember making a YouTube video a while back about the house and not being able to do updates to the house. And one of those things was Mm. I have a backyard that's nothing but dirt. And I don't remember how long after that video, but six months after, 12 months after, whatever it was, I started to realize that I had about 2,200 square feet of unused space outside. Mm -hmm. And so truth be told, I got a home equity line of credit because I wanted to put in a backyard and I spent about Mm $10,000 putting in a backyard. So, um, 
in the grand scheme of things, $10,000 to put in a backyard is not a ton of money because had I put in a pool and all that, we'd have been talking fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars $70,000. So mm -hmm. I put in the $10,000 backyard. I paid off the home equity line of credit with very, very quickly. But according to what I had been taught just a few years prior to that, I should have, there's that judgment word again, I should have mm -hmm. felt horrible for making this decision. And I'm telling you right now, it's one of the best things I've ever done. The reason mm -hmm. why is because I have young children who were always kind of cooped up in the house and it allowed them to enjoy their backyard. Mm -hmm. It allowed us to put in a swing set. It allowed us to put in a trampoline. We have some artificial grass out there that we can play on and kick the ball and throw the ball and, and we can have family time. And I'm not going to make any apologies for mm -hmm. doing that. That is a decision I feel very good about. But And that was the biggest benefit is like the family and being able to get it back out there. You know, we pitch a tent out there and, and, we, and we, we camp out there. We've put... Right. Um, uh, a sheet up and, and gotten the um, the projector out there and we've watched movies mm. back there. I mean, this has been an incredible backyard. Um, yeah. But that's not the only reason I feel good about it. The other thing is every so often I get this itch to, to upgrade, to move out of this house, mm. sell this house and get a larger home or a nicer home or move to a nicer neighborhood or whatever. And I every once in a while I get this itch. <laughs> I put in that backyard, scratched that itch, that went away for a while, right? Doesn't mm -hmm. mean it didn't come back. And I'll, I'll give you one other example. It has to do with the house again, but for the same reason. So we bought the house in 2010. By 2020, we've been here 10 years, and we were a little bit tired of seeing everything that was brown. Because when we moved in, we had brown mm. Linoleum. We had brown carpet. We had brown furniture. We had cherry red cabinets, but with all the other brown, it just felt like more brown. We right. had brown countertops, and so after paying off the home equity line, I took more money out to rent to completely uh, renovate the the lower half of the house mm. with new flooring, with new countertops. We kept the cabinetry. We um, painted just oh we we accessed mm -hmm. it um there was some space underneath the stairs i knew that like there was just dead space underneath the stairs so we <laughs> cut into it and we made like this little harry potter room nice and we put some money into the house and again mm -hmm. i'm not going to feel bad about that because one it made the house more functional two it made it a place it, it, it's our sanctuary right our home is our sanctuary mm -hmm. by 2020 we're spending more time in the house than ever before and i've worked mm -hmm. from home since 2012 Okay, so I, play, I spend plenty of time at home. Right. But it also scratched that itch again. Instead of getting this bug about me, like, we need more space, we need to move, blah, 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 blah. We made the house a little mm -hmm. bit more functional. We updated it to our liking. We scratched that itch. And maybe, yeah, maybe we went $25,000 into debt. But you know what we didn't do? We didn't go one hundred and twenty-five. dollars or $250,000 into debt by selling this home and getting a three hundred or four hundred or five hundred thousand dollar house. So mm -hmm. I just wanted to share those those as examples mm -hmm. of making some big decisions and feeling really good about them, even though 
they would have gone against the grain of what I thought was the right way at the time. Mm-hmm. And something you said there, and I'm going to call you out. I'm going to push back on this just a little bit because I want you to feel good about that decision, Nino, even if it would have cost 125000 right? So even though you didn't buy another home, that's irrelevant because you feel good about this decision that you made, regardless of what it costs, right? And so I want to pull out the amount that you spent mm. is, is ir- a little bit... It's irrelevant in this situation because you feel good about the choices that you made because you created, call this in in part of my values-based budget, that this is the memory-making that's important to you and it goes along with your values, right? So maybe purchasing a new home wouldn't have fallen into those values, but renovating and creating a space that your kids and you guys can hang out and, and play every day, that falls into your values. And so it doesn't matter if you would have purchased another home or if the renovations would have been 125. That amount is irrelevant. What is relevant is that you made these decisions based on your values and what feels good, right? It wasn't a split-minute decision. You feel good about it because it's in line with your values in life. All right. Duly noted. I will... I, part of the reason I felt so good is because I'm all like, but at least I didn't do this other thing, but I get, I get your point. Mm-hmm. Your point is well taken. Because that's a justification, right? It is. You, it, you're it, using it as a justification and there's no justification necessary. You did it. It fell in line with your values. End of story. Period. 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 Right? <laughs> Um, you know, I will say too, you know, I fell into this looking at mindset and, um, thinking about a choice that we've made that we've been really happy about. One of those choices that I feel really good about is our choice to not purchase a home once we move to Arizona and decide to go full-time RVing. And I will tell you that choice did not come easy. It wasn't just like, hey, let's, you know, let's do this. But James and I, we started talking. We asked ourselves, why not? Why not? And that for me and for any of you, I don't know if any of people that know have known me for a long time, those that know me for a long time, that's not generally a question that I would have asked before. Um, I have lived, I've said, you know, scarcity mindset, lack mindset for for a good portion of my life and so asking that question why not was really huge for me because it allowed me to look at the possibilities it wasn't this predetermined hey we're moving and we're buying a house in this town and this is what it's going to look like and there's no other options right it was we kind of had that plan but when we started looking at things and started talking with people the the opportunity presented itself and we just, we literally looked at each other and said, why not? Why not us? And then we started saying, okay, what might it look like? Right? How can we make this happen? And you know, if I can tell you what growth and abundance mindset looks like, it's in those words right there. What does it look like? What can it look like? Yeah. Right. What, how can we make it happen? 
right? Didn't mean that it had it has to happen today, but how can we make it happen? And you know what? We're making it happen every single day. We are choosing to make this life work every single day. Mm. It's a choice. Yeah. You choose, people forget that you have a choice every day in how you're creating your life, right? Every single day you've got choices and we choose to create this life every day. And we continually ask, ask ourselves, why not? What might it look like? Where do we want to go? And that, if, if anything, if any of the listens, listeners, if any of you take anything out of this, I want you to take, ask yourself those qu- questions. Where do I want to go in life? What do you want it to look like? And it doesn't have to be necessarily the specifics like, oh, I want to live in a, you know, t- 5,000 square foot home. And I want, no, I want it to look like I want peace. I want my life is, I want peace in my life. I, I've said I'm not really a traveler and adventure isn't necessarily something that I crave, but I want the experience of life. And I, I want to see what life has to offer. So that's what I want for my life, right? And that's what I'm trying to create. And so how does that happen? What do I need to do to make that happen? And that's a choice every day. And so, you know, going along with how can we move into those, those growth and abundance mindsets, you have to sit down and say, how do I want to feel? You have to be willing to, to tell yourself and allow yourself to say, how do I actually want to feel? Have I been living in stress for so long that I'm addicted to it, that I don't know another way yet, but I want something? So how do I want to feel in life? Yeah, that reminds me that um, there are times um, that I have immense amounts of peace in my life, mm-hmm. and the peace sometimes is unsettling, which mm-hmm. in and of itself is like a, the most oxymoronic thing, right? You have peace and it's unsettling because I think you, you said something that really struck a chord with me. And that is, you know, are we addicted to stress? Our society has certainly like anxiety is through the roof. You know, I'm watching mm-hmm. reality shows and I'm, I'm watching people, you know, I say all of this with the, the grain of salt of like, even reality shows are not always reality, right? Because right. this kind of scripted here and there or whatever. But what's not scripted is when somebody is literally having a nervous breakdown and is so anxiety ridden that they have to kind of bow out of like, I can't do this anymore. I have to go. I have to take care of my mm-hmm. mental health. We saw it with the Olympian back over the summer Olympics, right? The gymnastic, mm-hmm. the, uh, the gymnast who took herself out of it because of her mental health. We're seeing this pop up more and more and more where people are like, I need to step away because anxiety is through the roof. We've mm-hmm. And when we don't feel the anxiety, we're almost like, what's wrong with me? Why am I not anxious right now? And it's like, no, you have peace and, yeah. and allow yourself to feel comfort in that mm-hmm. piece, allow yourself to, to actually experience that piece. And sometimes it mm-hmm. can be unsettling. Absolutely. And, and I just read a piece and I don't remember where it was. I, I just read a piece today 
about this very topic about we want to be busy. Society says we, we need to be busy, busy, busy all the time, right? And we start to develop these feelings of guilt if we sit outside and we read for an hour because I should be, and I'm using air quotes against the should, right? Mm -hmm. Or I need to be air quotes against need. I need to be working. I have to be working. I have to be doing this. And we have made it um, this, like, hey, you have to be busy all the time. And if you're not, then you're lazy. <clears throat> yeah. And I am throwing that out right now. Mm -hmm. I want every one of you, and I... I put it on my, my show notes. I put it on everything. Put it out into the universe what it is that you want. And if it's what, if you, every single one of us deserves to have peace in our day. Mm -hmm. Every single day. And, you know, I think sometimes that doesn't just come at us. We, we can work for it, right? We, yes. we, we and I'm going to use the word have to here because I think that we have to make it a priority in our life. If we want to be healthy, mind, spirit, body, we have to do things that are good for our soul and bringing some peace in is, is I will say a have to, um, call it a non-negotiable that, um, we have to create that. We have to start to create peace. And so what does that look mm -hmm. like? Right. And that can look like a lot of different things for a lot of people. But for one is for me is reflecting Okay, I want to reflect on how did my day go? How did my week go? Where was I feeling anxious and why? Am I who I want to be in this moment right now? Let me just close my eyes and take a couple of deep breaths. Do I need to go and meditate for a while? Um, I have been really working on getting out into nature and taking a walk in between client sessions. I've been in front of the computer for two hours. You know what? Up, get out and, and you know, get a thousand steps in. Right, get out and get some fresh air. I've started doing client sessions out when we both are walking. So we're over the phone, but I have my clients get out and get out into nature. You know, sessions are almost always, almost always more productive and there are more insights and they feel better to the client when we do that. Wow. Because we're bringing in a sense of peace into our lives. We're, we're shaking up our routines. So, um, I think that all goes along with the mindset, right? How do we create a different mindset? Um, and it's not going to just come. It has, it, it, it needs to be a part of your day. Mm -hmm. It needs to be a conscious effort. Um, one of my most favorite quotes is if it's important, you'll find a way. If not, you'll find an excuse. Um, and I believe that we can change every single one of us can change our mindset to something that feels better with as little as five minutes a day. Right. Yep. It's funny that we <clears throat> we will often carve out five minutes or more for things that truly do not matter. So mm -hmm. encourage you to carve out five or more minutes for something that does mm -hmm. matter. And your peace matters. Your mm -hmm. mental health, your spiritual health, your physical health, they all matter. Mm -hmm. Like we said earlier, uh, with the mindset stuff. Words affect behavior, thoughts affect behavior. If we can find techniques to combat the negative stinking thinking and help mm -hmm. us to, um, you know, be, be more in that abundance mindset, the who do I want to be, what mm -hmm. do I want my life to look like, and how do I make that happen, and you just dream about it and, you know, 
get, get back to like, whether it's journaling or get back to like creating a vision board, whatever you want your life mm -hmm. to look like, make sure you're writing that down or drawing it out or mm -hmm. heck, go pull some old magazines and cut pictures and put them on a yeah. poster board. Right. And I'm going to throw out, surround yourself with people that support that type of lifestyle or support that mindset, right? Surround yourself with people that you wish to be that, that are inspiring to you. If you are around people that have the scarcity mindset and the lack and the fixed mindset all the time, it's going to be thrown back at you all the time. So surround yourself with people who you wish to, to, to draw inspiration from. Um, you know, and I'm going to say too, work with a coach. There are a lot of coaches that work through mindset. I know I specifically do because I see how important it is. Um, work with a coach to start developing habits and the, the disciplines that will lead you to that abundance and growth mindset um, to develop a plan that feels right for you. And I'm just going to say, I love looking at the future. Um, you know, what is our vision? What is the life that I want to create? But I don't want people to get so far stuck in the future either, Nino. So I want people to live in the today as well, right? Get out of the past, look forward, but live in today. Yeah, you know, two things that you said there that I want to kind of touch on. One is you're absolutely right about living in the present moment. You know, so often we hear the expression that tomorrow is never promised. The truth of the matter is two seconds from now is not promised. Mm -hmm. You know, I... I could keel over doing this podcast with you. Like there's just mm -hmm. no promises and you can't change what's happened in the past. And it's wise to plan for the future, but really the present moment is all you have guaranteed to you. Mm -hmm. So live it, live in it and live it to its fullest. The other thing that you said that really got me thinking is about <clears throat> the people you associate with. Right, because mm -hmm. you're, the people you are surrounded by are going to have an impact. I was about to say a big impact, but you kind of get to decide how much of an impact, but they're going to have an impact on mm -hmm. you mentally, physically, spiritually. And there's this there's this analogy, this this hyperbole about crabs in a bucket. And for anybody who's mm. listening who's not familiar with this idea of crabs in a bucket, if crabs are in a bucket and one of them starts to kind of make their way up the bucket wall and they're about to escape, the other crabs will actually grab them and pull <laughs> them back into the bucket. Crabs do not work together to try to overcome their situation. It's like, if I can't get out, you can't get out, and so I'm going to pull you back down. And so if you're a crab living in a bucket with other crabs, <laughs> get the heck out of there as quickly as possible. <laughs> oh, hell. I love that. I love it. If you're a crab, <laughs> don't be a crab. <laughs> right. Change your spirit animal. If your spirit animal is a crab, <laughs> get a new spirit right. animal. Right. Right. <clears throat> you know, um, and we could probably do a whole nother episode on this because that is another subject that I love is who you surround yourself with. I do this training on the five people that you surround yourself with because I think it's so important. And, and, you know, we are the sum. Jim Rome said we are the sum of the five people that we are around the most. And I, I wholeheartedly believe that to be true. Um, but 
it, it goes along with mindset here. And, you know, I've experienced it in my own life that this is where some boundaries come in as well, right? You don't have to get rid of people, but if you're around people that live in scarcity and lack, maybe it's time to kind of take a step sideways, right? Mm -hmm. You don't have to be included in that circle so tightly. You can be just on the outside of that circle. You can still have, you can still associate, you can still talk, you can still care for and love and appreciate all of those people. But maybe it's time to step into a circle of people that wants change in their life and will do nothing to, to stop it, right? That, that will support you wholeheartedly, that are not going to be the negative Nellies, that are really going to be there to say, hey, let's, let's work on this together, right? This is what I've done that's been beneficial. Maybe it will help you as well. Yeah. <clears throat> great advice. Mm -hmm. What a great conversation um, about mindset and about mm -hmm. You know, being mindful of how we're thinking about things and what we're thinking about and how we can change uh, some of that thinking from things that are limiting or, you know, paralyze us into things that can get us dreaming again and, and, and hoping mm -hmm. for, um, you know, a, a life that brings you peace and joy and mm -hmm. all of those things. Thank you for another great conversation. I always uh, appreciate mm. appreciate the time that we get to spend together uh, diving into this stuff, and I really appreciated this one today. Well, thank you. It's uh, this is I'm going to say almost maybe my maybe my most favorite episode so far um, because I I think that this affects people regardless of where you feel fit on the the income ladder, right? It doesn't, income doesn't make a difference. How much debt you have, it doesn't have an impact here. Your social status, how you grew up, none of that matters. We are all affected with mindset and we all have bits and pieces of these that have been a part of our life and we all have the ability to make adjustments going forward. And so this has probably been my most favorite conversation. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah, mine too. All right. Well, that does it for this episode of the New Money Habits podcast. If you're looking for tools and resources, visit us at newmoneyhabits.com and we will continue the conversation next time. Thank you for listening to the New Money Habits podcast brought to you by New Money Habits and Keeping Up with the Joneses Financial Coaching. Submit your questions to our hosts by emailing podcast at newmoneyhabits.com. Be sure to subscribe to be notified of future episodes. Join our growing group of like-minded people on Facebook and follow us on your favorite platform. Music provided by Summer School.